welcome to the Seeds Church Podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on our Apple and Spotify podcasts. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message from our Sunday service. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, it's so third week, October, an opportunity, as Jazz said, for us to present some songs to you and then get a sense of what can we learn more about of God, about faith in God, about ourselves through these songs. So uh, we, we kicked it off with Holy Grail. We pulled it back, stripped it right back to True Blue last week. This week, we're taking it up a notch. I hope you're ready for this. Um, now, when, when this song is normally performed live, there's a whole lot of crowd participation, okay? I'm not talking about crowd surfing today, okay? None of that. But feel free to sing along, scream along, as the band bring to you the Bon Jovi song, Living on a Prayer. Let's welcome You're seriously going to have to help me with this one. Yeah. 
got six feet. We gotta hold on. Ready or not, you live for the fight when that's all that you got. Thank you. We'll be here all week. Oh, fantastic. Seriously, Bay, I, I meant you no pain this weekend. Um, uh, if after the service uh, you want to try and catch up with Bailey for comment, he won't be available as he will be on oxygen. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, and I don't know about you, but uh, with those high notes, just trying to get the pitch, I felt I was only halfway there. So, yeah. Um, living on a Prayer, one of Bon Jovi's biggest hits. And it tells the story of Tommy and Gina, a young couple struggling to make ends meet. Tommy loses his job down at the docks because of a union strike. Gina works as a waitress and trying to make enough money just to bring it home and, and make ends meet. John Bon Jovi, the lead singer, explained that the song deals with the way that Tommy and Gina faced life struggles, but their love and ambition got them through the hard times. But they, they had this shared and sometimes alternating faith and belief that they were going to make it. And although the, the lyrics suggest that they only had each other, their courage and their determination seems linked to a prayer. Living on a prayer. Now, on a wing and a prayer, you may have heard that phrase. Its origins are thought to be from an American pilot returning from a bombing run over Germany in a crippled plane. And the pilot told his crew... He says, those who want to pray, please pray. And the news reports called them the crew that prayed their plane back, which inspired a line in a movie called The Flying Tigers, which used the phrase, she's coming in on one wing and a prayer. And these days, we might use that phrase when, when someone talks about doing something challenging, even dangerous, and relying on divine help, maybe even a whole lot of luck, living on a prayer. Uh, maybe for, for Tommy and, and Gina, it was a prayer thrown up in the early days. Good intentions, every so often though, they keep referring back to that prayer. Remember that, that prayer? Maybe for them, a prayer, was something that happened now and again <clears throat> just to keep them going through those times when it was really tough. And maybe for, for Tommy and Gina, it was a specific prayer that they just kept repeating to get them through. But for, for us today, 
What can we learn from Tommy and Gina's story that can encourage us in our story? Those times when we're, we're not sure even how far along into a situation we are, let alone being halfway, we, we definitely feel like we're in the middle of it though. What if living on a prayer was how we describe the way we, we build our life and strengthen our relationship with God, strengthen our relationship with others, with ourselves? I wonder, could this song speak to the pressures that you may be facing at the moment? Maybe there are pressures within your own family. Maybe it's, it's been there over the years. But you've experienced something even more different, greater this year. There's been this struggle to keep it together, to, to make ends meet, a, a struggle to, to find a way through. A struggle to keep everyone happy. And the passing lyrics of a song make it seem so easy for Tommy and Gina, but for you, you're living it every day. You're trying to hold on to what you've got. And at the moment, it doesn't seem like you've got a lot going for you. Maybe, maybe as I said, it's your family. Maybe it's your work. Maybe, maybe it's your dreams or your health. Whatever it is, these challenges are real for you. And perhaps a, a friend is going through something as well and you're, you're trying to be there for each other. You're trying to tell each other the, to keep going. And it's going to be okay. You may be familiar with the game Jenga. Yeah? Number of blocks stacked on top of each other. Much taller even than what I've got here. And the idea is to, to take turns of removing a piece from lower down, placing it on top. Next person takes another piece from somewhere, places it on top. As you can imagine, the, the higher you go and the more gaps below, it starts to become unstable. And the winner is the one who, with some skill, but a whole lot of luck really, doesn't knock the tower over. Now, Jenga, if you didn't know, it's derived from the word kujenga, Kujenga, which is a Swahili word meaning to build, to build. But what is being built in Jenga isn't being provided with a, a whole lot of strength. It's being built more on a whole lot of luck. Now, in, in no way am I trying to downplay or simplify a situation you might be going through. Because life gets hard at times. And when we're up against it, life can feel like maybe we, we're going nowhere or we're going and moving away from the direction we prefer to be going in. But as I shared with our youth the other night, just because your hurt is real, 
Just because your pain is real, it does not mean that God is not real. God is for you in your struggle. God is with you in your hurt. God is there to strengthen you along the way. And prayer is an important part of increasing our awareness of that, being reminded of that. Again, as we build our life and surround it in prayer, we strengthen our relationship with God, with others, and with ourselves. It's true of prayer in the good times, equally true in those hard times. The Apostle Paul wrote to the the church in Philippi who were going through a whole lot of struggle, pain and persecution, challenge. And he said in chapter four, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts, will guard your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. He continues in in verse 10, how I praise the Lord that, that you are concerned about me. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Whatever my experience, whatever my circumstance, I know how it lives. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything. I can get through these situations. I can get through this circumstance because I know Christ's strength is in me. The Apostle Paul had his fair share of trouble. He mentions here of of having things and also going without things, but remaining content through all things. Paul was able to have this perspective because it was God's strength at work within him. He didn't rely on his own strength. Elsewhere, Paul says he faced cutting personal attacks, crushing heavy blows, frequent opposition, and at least three times he was sunk and his situation was literally a wash-up. But through even these things, I don't think Paul ever referred to being halfway to a destination. But he did write about pressing on and straining towards the goal of being made complete, being made whole, being perfected in Jesus when his life on earth was through and God called him home to be face to face with his Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Paul talked a lot about a life of prayer, a pattern of prayer, the peace, the comfort and the clarity we receive through prayer. He experienced the highs and the lows of life. And not all of his struggles disappeared or were overcome. But it didn't change his need and commitment to bring those things to God through prayer. In the process of sharing his hurt, in the process of sharing his heart, with the God of heaven, Paul's perspective on his earthly situation shifted. And he saw God at work in the circumstance, at work in his life. 
His circumstance may not have changed, but his perspective did. And this can be true of us. Our circumstance may not change, but our perspective on it can. And we, we pray for things. We pray maybe that, that God will take away certain things. Get them away from my life. I don't want them in my life. Remove them. We want God to, to fix things, to clear things up. But sometimes we actually find that we're still carrying a whole lot of pain as part of our life. And sometimes God says, I can take that away. And sometimes God does remove those things completely from our life. But as we journey through, there are some times that God says, I can do it. I hear your prayer. But now take my hand. Take my hand. We'll make it. I swear, I promise. <laughs> yeah, we look back through our life and there's different situations of, of pain or you know, there's highs and there's lows, different things that are happening in different places. And we want to get them out of our life, remove them, erase those things. But what would happen if instead of saying, I've got to take them away. God, you've got to completely remove this. We realise there are actually opportunities for God to remind us of his presence, his strength, his purpose. So even in the midst of pain, we surround those things with prayer. It becomes a part of our story. Rather than this thing of, of the pain rising to the surface all the time and we become unsteady and unstable. We say, actually, this is, this is a part of my story. I'd love for it to be removed. But I also realise it's a part of who I am. God, I want to surround that situation in prayer. For something new maybe you're facing, you don't know what that is. Even in the celebrations or the, the sorrows, the sadness bit of a question mark maybe. Whatever comes, will you surround it in prayer? As you build upon your life, will you surround those things in prayer? Your pain, your struggle, your barriers, an invitation to prayer. And prayer doesn't prove that we're weak. It reminds us that God's strength is in us. God's strength is in us. Everyone has a life which can be related to, to this. And, and don't feel like, don't feel guilty thinking, oh, I never pray or my prayers aren't good enough. You're among friends that, 
Paul wrote to the Philippian church to remind them that in the midst of their situation, to encourage them, to pray for everything, to have a life and a pattern filled with prayer. The scriptures are for our instruction, our guidance, correction, our comfort. Comfort meaning comfort with fortitude, with strength. So I've got the comfort of God in me. I've got the strength of God in me. These words being passed down through generations to generations because God knows that we need his help. So you're in good company. Speaking of company, I've got this single life here. God's at work in me. But as I go through life, how much stronger, how much more stability will I experience if I was to have others alongside me as well? Surrounding me, if someone was to come in alongside me with their prayer, the issue that I'm praying about as well, building upon that, how much more stable and secure would your life be? Community, company, it's so important to face challenges, to face life together, whatever that might look like. And we, re- we need to realise that there's a battle going on with our spirit, within us, that we're actually in a fight. We're in a fight. And prayer acknowledges, it acknowledges you're in the fight. But it brings a peace the world cannot offer. Prayer acknowledges you're in the fight and brings the peace that the world can't offer. Paul writes to a young follower of Jesus called Timothy, Timothy and he says, pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you. Hold tightly to the eternal life to the promises of God. We gotta hold on, ready or not. You live for the fight when it's all that you've got. Well, in truth, we've got so much more than just a fight. We have a life full of purpose for eternity and that begins here and now through a relationship with Jesus. And as I read earlier, there's a peace we experience in the fight. And it comes from Jesus who guards our hearts and our minds as we live in him. So again, prayer, it may not change your circumstance, but it can change your perspective. It doesn't prove you're weak. God's strength is in you. And prayer acknowledges you're in the fight and brings a peace the world can't offer. And if a last effort prayer 
You've come to that point. Our last effort prayer is all you have. Then a last effort prayer will find its way to the throne of God. He hears that and responds to that. If your faith is being explored or if it's new or if it's worn out and dry and having the courage to cry out is all that you've got, then you've got a lot for the love of God to break in with His comfort, His peace, His strength, the things that will lead you forward in faith. Let me say a prayer. God, we thank You and we know that You hear our prayers. Those times where we feel like there is no answer, God, in our circumstance, help us see clarity around Your purpose for our lives. The way forward, remind us that Your comfort, Your peace is available to us. That helps us stand strong Helps us to grow in wisdom. Helps us to increase our capacity. God, help us as we go through life, the different challenges that we face. God, I pray that we are able to invite others to stand with us so that we may be strong in you and strong as a community. Jesus, we thank you that you made a way. You have provided a way for us into a relationship with God the Father. We worship you. We lift you up and celebrate you for the grace that you bring into our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to the Seeds Church Podcast. We hope you join in with us next week. For more information, you can visit our website at seedschurch.org.